Welcome to another episode of Sotu Rose Show. This is take three for the record. Uh, <laughs> we are covering uh, week two of Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Uh, this will just be a recap of episode two. Uh, episode three is delayed a week due to the NFL playoffs. As you know, Clayton, an NFL guy, might have come straight from him. This request might have been so that he didn't have to uh, split his viewership. I don't think so. I don't know if he knows how to work a calendar. Oh, so. boy. They're starting here. Okay. Uh, so, as I said, uh, episode two review. Um, up on your screen is the point scoring for Rose League. Uh, which still continues to be uh, our favorite way to play. Uh, we are now a featured league, so uh, head on over to the Rose League on all your social media. Get the app, join 602 Rose Show, and uh, you can lose to us every week. Yeah, like how fun. Up on your screen here, you see uh, our week two picks. Uh, I came in some pretty heavy favorites. Went with Genevieve again because I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, Megan, actually, looking here, like, we have pretty much the same picks. We have the exact same picks. <laughs> and the best part is that neither of us looked at each other's lineup ahead of time, and we just ended up with the same picks, um, because we're just that good. And didn't win. Didn't win. It was, like, down to the last five minutes. Um, a couple of people snuck ahead of us. So we'll get to that in just a second here, but you'll see, uh, 160 points for our lineup, uh, Cassidy with with a hell of a performance. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about her uh, coming up here. Uh, you'll notice no eliminations uh, on the scorecard because another thing we'll talk about in a little bit. There were no eliminations in this episode. Uh, wow. So Genevieve uh, bringing up the rear there uh, two weeks in a row with some kind of disappointing action for Genevieve. Uh, jumping over here, you will see the uh, Rose Show scoreboard. Uh, on Cloud Wine, who had some big weeks last year after joining late, now out in the lead. Do you know who that is? I do. I do. That is my friend's sister. She okay. is very good. Um, I think on a, on a per episode, her and Myra were pacing pretty much everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, they were doing really well. So you'll see the top five there, Cloud Wine, me, Megan, Myra, and Ashley. Uh, pretty tight still. Obviously really, really early, um, but uh, pretty good picks at the top here. I think uh, everyone you see on our leaderboard is top 250. Uh, and you'll see, the, yeah. Yeah, you'll see the Bachelor Nation standings at the bottom there, uh, myself in 32nd and Megan in 72nd. So we are yeah. uh, right in the pack. We down from 233rd last week. And on that consistency week over week is going to get you up top. Uh, so, you know, like, like we've said before, really important to continue picking. Mm -hmm. Make sure you don't miss a week, especially this week. You got two weeks to set your lineup, get your damn lineup in early just in case you forget. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Uh, we're going to really quickly touch on season long, uh, where Megan and I also tied despite having different lineups. Uh, yeah, just slightly different. We're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive on season-long and roster construction and stuff uh, over the coming weeks here. We got we have a down week, obviously, with no episodes. So we're going to look to fill Rose Show time with a little bit of different content. Uh, and one will be a little bit of a breakdown of this. But, but high level, identical lineups other than one player either way for me and Megan. Uh, sitting out, uh, I, I believe, top five. I don't think I put the season-long scoreboard in here, but... Uh, actually, I think I. Well, let me just let me switch. Yeah, big three next. So, yeah. Obviously, Susie. Uh, we've talked a, a little bit about. We won't jump into too many spoilers here, but uh, with a one-on-one -on -one date, a whole bunch of points for a season long. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely excited for this for this season long setup. And uh, I know uh, I know Ashley already talking shit. Well, and so I'm excited, um, and I texted you about this that. So in our picks episode for season long, I had three potential lineups and one of my potential lineups you took. 
one of my potential lineups actually took, and then I took another potential lineup. And so I, I'm actually super excited to see how all three of those potential lineups play out because there are pros and cons to all of them in my mind. Stuff. So because I don't want to not highlight this information, I did not put the slide in, and I apologize for that. However, <laughs> 602 Boss Bitch. First uh-huh. place with 373 yeah. points. Megan, Which is Ashley, for those that who is don't Ashley. Know. <laughs> uh, Megan, myself, and a team called 88 Meat Holes, which really narrows down who that could be. I'm pretty sure that's Kendell. Uh, all with 348 yeah. points, technically a T2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanko rounds out the top five. Yeah. So great scores. Um, Really low turnout this year. Yeah, I mean, I do think that the the pricing came out a little bit late because it didn't come out until late last week, like Thursday, right? Because I think we filmed on Friday. Thursday late, yeah. Yeah, and we filmed on Friday, and so they're just like there wasn't a huge turnaround in between pricing and then actually being able to get those lineups in, um, and for them to like advertise that either, right? Like I didn't, I don't know how much. Uh, the people who run the fan side of their group were actually able to fan, to recruit people just because of that short turnaround. Yeah. So we'll follow that. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll break this out and kind of do our own, our own kind of breakdown of the lineups. Uh, it's going to be easier to do with fewer teams. So we'll get some, some in-depth information there, but wanted to make sure we called out how well everyone's doing. Um, yeah. and it's going to be fun to watch as we, as we go here. Yeah. Did you have anything else for weekly or season long fantasy? Um, I don't think so. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump into, uh, big three things. You want to go first or second? <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> um, so my favorite thing <laughs> of the episode, um, was during the never have I ever game when they asked how many people had faked an orgasm. And every single girl said that they had, and Clayton was the only one who said that he had never faked an orgasm. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Um, one, that that question was asked, but then two, that that was the result. <laughs> because it's just so accurate. <laughs> and I loved it. I will say, I know several guys who have faked <laughs> orgasms. I do too. I do too. Um, but, you know... Knowing that Clayton's a very honest and transparent guy, I think that we can believe him. Uh, my favorite, I'm going to keep to just a quote. Okay. Uh, because the owner of this quote is someone I'm sure we will talk quite a bit about when we get to her slide. <laughs> okay. I'm not here to build a dollhouse. I'm here to build a relationship. Fuck a dollhouse. <laughs> Cassidy might be my favorite character <laughs> ever. Yeah. And um, the fact that she blatantly said I hate kids <laughs> at a kid's birthday party. Like, I'm not here to entertain children. <laughs> I am so disappointed that she doesn't have more depth of contest because yeah. the one-liners we're getting out of her are incredible. Uh, what was what was your least favorite part of the episode? Um, <laughs> um, Shanene. Yeah, that was something. Yeah, that one. I that was one of the ones, one of the moments, and I will say one of the moments because there were a lot of those moments in this episode. But yeah, when she one labeled herself as Shanene, and then two actually started attempting to dance. <laughs> My hands just went like this in my head, and I just I looked at the screen. It was just like, girl, you have to stop. That's so bad. We uh, uh, we actually had Josh in attendance for this one, uh, live and in house. Did he nene? The look on Josh's face. I haven't watched Bachelor Bachelorette with Josh in like three seasons now, okay. and just the look on his face as he reimmersed himself into this world was it was everything. And Shanene was one of those moments. Yeah, this was like a really good episode for like immersion because it was there was a lot that happened. Uh, 
Um, what was your negative for this one? So I'm going to preface this by reminding everyone I, I've made two promises for Clayton's season. The first was that I was going to give him a fair shake as The Bachelor and only judge him on things that happened in this season. Okay. When they showed the kid's letter, that technically made it part of this season, so I think I'm sticking true to that one. Yeah. And the second was to treat him the way I treated Michelle. So my least favorite in this was Clayton's outfits. They're so bad. Every single outfit that they put him in looked ridiculous. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Man looks good in this suit. I don't <laughs> understand the blue suits. But that's the the smallest most insignificant sin of all the clothing. Like, he didn't wear a suit for his dinner date with Susie. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. It, it's, it's, the same, it's the same fashion designer. I can't think of the guy's name. It is. I think that they're, they're, I mean, they're just spending all their budget on landing helicopters on yachts. But, like, you could go to Kohl's and get outfits that look better than what this guy's got on. That's true. I mean, he's, true. he's a big dude, but it's not like you're buying off the rack. Like, these are, in theory, custom pieces from a designer. Yes. So that, that was the least favorite for me is that it feels, it's not about Clayton's damn outfits. It feels like they are going out of their way to make this, like, lovable, laughable white loser that they picked. And I, I, I hate it. Because the, the whole racial commentary aside, like, just give this guy his season. He's an underdog. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I just, I'm blown away by making him read his bad tweets, making him wear shitty clothes, making him give a rose to the girl who supposedly was going to get married that day. Like, it's so weird. It's just, it's, it feels wrong. The whole thing feels off. Well, and like I, and we talked about this a little bit last time too, that I, again, I'm sure that they have multiple cuts of everything that we're seeing, right? And yes, it's like they're choosing to edit him and give him this narrative and portray him in this way. But at the same time, like I, having never met Clayton before, I don't know if he feels like he can say no to things or like protest things. Whereas again, like I feel like the last few bachelorettes have been very vocal about what they want. Well, and we don't know contractually, right? So we can yeah, say I mean, again, like if you compare it to like Katie and Michelle, right? Like they very much made their seasons the theirs. I don't know if he knows he can do that. So we can save a little bit of the Clayton talk for when we get to Clayton's beautiful mug on one of these slides here. And if you don't mind, I'll jump right to my surprise. Yeah. Uh, my surprise is a is a not surprise. That still <sighs> kind of struck me. They're fucking up the schedule. They're fucking up the schedule. And it's not about skipping this week for football. That, that is TV nonsense. Why are we not ending episodes with rose ceremonies? It makes mm -hmm. things from a fantasy aspect so difficult. Because a lot of leagues run rose ceremony to rose ceremony. And a lot of mm -hmm. leagues have negative points for roses. So without spoiler alarms, right, without spoiling too much, like, I almost didn't play Cassidy this week. Yeah. Because of what is, put, might happen, spoilers, right, might happen on, on this next rose ceremony. Yeah. But if you didn't play Cassidy, you're not in the top 5,000 this week. So I, I'm frustrated from a, both a, both a fantasy and a viewing standpoint. Because not ending it with a rose ceremony, now I don't know what the hell. Are we going to have two rose ceremonies next week? Are we going to have no rose ceremonies again? Like, how is this going to fall out? And in a lot of seasons recently, it's gone rose ceremony in the middle of an episode to rose ceremony in the middle of an episode. It's really hard to track from a viewing standpoint, let alone a fantasy one. Absolutely. Well, especially, like, again, like, when you know when you start to expect certain things or right? like group dates happening or one-on-ones happening. And then you don't know how much of the episode is devoted to the last or the previous row ceremony versus these new dates that are coming up versus potentially then 
the next week's rose ceremony how to play that. You make a good point there. Like, how much screen time is Cassie didn't get in an episode we wouldn't think she was going to be in? Yeah. And, like, do you play her again? Right? Because, like, is she going to have more drama? Because we know that she gets basically this entire cocktail party. Right? And so how much of that are they going to show? Or are they going to make a quick five minutes and then cut to the next week? Yeah. So that that was my surprise. It was really a a non-surprise. We had a really clean season with Michelle. Other than cutting cocktail parties short, <laughs> but she always had one. So. Yeah. What was your surprise? Um, so <laughs> my surprise was the Shanae, Cassidy, and Clayton edit. Um, so going in, um, obviously knew from spoilers um, that Cassidy and Shanae were both going to be drama people, but just the way in which the drama is coming across was not expecting at all. So I was not expecting Cassidy to be what Cassidy was on that group day. Was not expecting Shanae to be this anxious mess. Um, And then I wasn't expecting Clayton to just be this like (laughs) dum-dum who just like is letting everything happen and who won't grow a pair. So I don't know, like I think the the edit of all three of them together was a really big surprise for me, especially with within this episode. And I'll be curious to see, especially for Shanae and um, Clayton, who are going to continue on what those edits look like moving forward. We'll go ahead and jump here to our uh, big picture of Clayton. Um, To say in response to your surprise uh, that, yeah, the, the passiveness coupled Ah. with the line I can't believe there's a woman here f- doing this. Like, really? Like, really? Yeah. Well, even the fact that he just, like, believed Shanae, like, 100%, right? Like, didn't even question it. It was just, like, I, like it was, and then he's like, well, I have to do something about this. And it's like, do you have, like, do you have to do something about it? I don't know. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that was, yeah, thank you. So I'm gonna take a page out of your book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little compliment sandwich here. Okay. Uh, first off, so the so the bread is the insults, is that right? Yeah. And the compliments, the meat. No, 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 no! You do it opposite. Oh, I'm gonna do an I'm gonna do an insult sandwich. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, cheers <laughs> to a phenomenal rest of the day. The fuck kind of cheers is that? Like, you have a group of beautiful women who are there for you. Well. In theory, for you. (laughs) And that's the toast you're going to make? Cheers to a phenomenal rest of the day. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I'd be nervous as hell. Right? I I can't can't sit here and say I'd have anything better, but like... You come up with something. (laughs) So, uh, the meat, the meat, which in this case is the compliment, is that, uh, you know, he's a dude who can make fun of himself. And and I, I think it's genuine. It's felt really forced the way the producers have made him do things like read his mean tweets and like do stupid promos in this episode. And this is going to, this is going to move right into the other, the the other piece of bread here. Um, But they put him in a clown suit and a wig and a nose. He goes, am I a joke to you? (laughs) And that, that was the moment I'm like, I'm like, okay, so like, He's in on the joke. Is he? I think he is. I think he is. And that that I can respect. Okay. So the other the other the disrespect bread that I'm putting at the other end of the yeah. sandwich here is that like why? Why be in on it? Because this is bad. This is really bad. It's really bad. So <laughs> yeah, it's really bad i actually were done at some point or during the episode like i think halfway through i said this compared to michelle season is whoa like this is a complete 180 um and if this episode is anything is any prediction of what we're gonna see the rest of the season like i just don't even know um the memes are everything yeah um, but one of his quotes too, which again, like, I just like, I want so much more substance from him. Um, he just still feels like a cardboard cutout, right? Like we still have just as much information about Clayton that we did in M- Michelle season. 
Um, and so again, like one of the things that one of his direct quotes that I wrote down when he was, I think, going into the date with Susie is he goes, I want a partner. I want a family. That's it. As opposed I'm, to, I'm trying, as opposed to, and as opposed to like some of the other, even the girls on the season who are like, no, like I want a soulmate. I want a person to do these things with, but I also like want a career and I want like blah, blah, blah. Right. I want this full life. And he's like, no, I want a partner. I want a family. That's it. It's all that I care about. I am trying to avoid piling on. I'm trying to be your foil this season, the way you were mine for Michelle's season. <laughs> I am willing to acknowledge both mentally and in the context of our show that there are large chunks of footage that we don't see. 100%. The footage they're picking is wild. Yeah, like they're, they're choosing this. They're choosing this for their bachelor. Um, I will say, so for Clayton, he did, ki he kissed eight girls this episode, eight different girls, um, and we'll get to, like, the kiss counts at the end, um, but he did kiss eight different girls, which, again, is how many Michelle kissed across the entire season, or was shown kissing across her entire season, um, so again, like, just the way that they're choosing to show this season is just so drastically different. Um, than what they did for Michelle's season. I'll tell you what, And whether though. that's because of the lead or because of other reasons, we don't know. Um, but it is. I mean, like, it's night and day. Well, and we were talking about how, you know, he's not pushing back. Like, our, our, our head cannons, he's not pushing back on the producers for the outfits and the way he's being portrayed. If the trade-off was, I want the whole world to know I kissed every single one of these girls, I'm like, that, that's kind of that's kind of a cool move. Because <laughs> you've spoken to it before. Like, we, we have a very strong feeling Michelle kissed more people than we saw her kiss. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. So the fact that his edit is, look at all these girls Clayton kissed. And he gets to the end, he's like, hey, I'm going to be honest. Like, I fucked all three of you. <laughs> like... like I like that spin. Like, if it's like, okay, put me in stupid clothes in a clown outfit, but I want the world to know that I ran game for 10 episodes. <laughs> like, that that's a fair trade-off. Especially because, no. like, statistically, Bachelor, right? The relationship's not going to last. So do you want to be the, the guy, or do you want to be the guy on a failed relationship on Bachelor? But, like, he's not the guy. I mean. I don't think. None of the people that I am watching with are watching him and being like, oh, he is sexy. Look at him kissing all those girls. He can run game. Like, no, it's they're kissing him because he's a fucking bachelor. I'm, and he's six foot seven or whatever. I'm going to bring like, Vanko on. I'm going to bring Vanko on. Vank, we're going to we're going to interview Vanko. <laughs> he's not about him. Nothing that's happening on the screen and like what he's doing is making me any more attracted to him. Like in fact, like the way that he's being portrayed is actually making him way less attractive to me. Like at this point, I like I would I would ask ask one of my friends to slap me in the face if I ever kissed Clayton at this point because it would be such an embarrassment for me. Based off of what I've seen. I'm, based off of what I've seen. And I will put that caveat on it. You make it you're making this real hard. Uh, moving <laughs> some awful people as you know. Moving on from Clayton before this devolves any further. Okay, wait, I have one more. All right, all right, um, we're going back. Well, a couple more, and these ones, these ones are slams. Okay, well, well maybe. Um, in the day with Susie, I strongly disliked that he waited until until they were actively dancing to give her the the rose for the date. That was super awkward. Super awkward that he like stopped dancing with her to go get the rose to bring it back, like. And that would have been, like, really anxiety-provoking for her. Like, it was just weird timing. Was it on the table while they were eating? Because I didn't see it. It was? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. It was just, it was weird time that Like, I'm sure that he just, like, forgot about it because he was so in the moment. But, like, it was just, it, it was really clunky. Um, I wrote down, is sending a nude a red or green flag? <laughs> um, because they never clarified what was a red flag and what was a green flag as far as Bachelor is concerned. 
Um, and so those are my last two comments. Moving on. All right. So real quick then, because I forgot to talk about it off the top. Hillary Duff looks yeah. really good. Has always looked really good. And looks really good next to Clayton. Yeah, but she's like marrying uh, and very po- power high. couple. <laughs> I think Hillary Duff is going to come for you with that statement. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> uh, I would enjoy that immensely. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Eliza, who did not get a date. Yes. She got left uh, left on the bench and was pretty upset about it. Um, comes Wait, in. Are we going to talk about Cassidy? I think I messed my slides up somehow because it should be alphabetical, yeah? Well, I'm wondering if you took them out because we thought that a rose ceremony was uh, coming. I dumped, I dumped all the girls that are going to get eliminated. Uh, okay, so I will follow your list uh, because okay. I have purged the slide. So this is what I'm talking about. When they mess with our with our timing, I had already okay. moved the girls to the elim slide and deleted their shit. All right, so let's go alphabetical. I'm going to go back to uh, our splash page. Okay. Cassidy. Cassidy. I don't have a whole lot of substance, uh, so can I give you another quote? Yeah, I'd love another quote. I'm not going to apologize for not hanging streamers. <laughs> God, queen. Absolute queen. Um, I, once again, with this, like I was not expecting her and Sinead to be friends, but I'm loving the friendship. <laughs> I'm loving these two blondes, just like shit-talking everyone. Um, and like hyping each other up, it's wonderful. Like I said, she's my, I think my favorite character of all time. That is saying a lot. And I wish we had more, but, it, but it's like <laughs> you said, like to say you hate kids at a kid's birthday party with a yeah. bachelor who has at least on camera admitted the only thing he wants is like a wife and kids. And then to pull him away from the kids' party and to just grind on him as you are making out with him. Just iconic. Yeah, it was like so, Hillary sex. Hillary sex. And like that that was yeah. one of my favorite scenes in all of Bachelor. Well, and again, and the point at which she got up from the table was like I just think like, I really don't feel like talking with kids. So I'm going to talk with Hillary. <laughs> I just went to go talk with her instead. And I was, <laughs> again, it was great. Um, Incredible. And she put up the points. Yes. 44 yeah. points. Yeah. Like off a group date. Yeah. Well, and I, I texted you. I was texting you during the episode too and texted you that I'm pretty sure also that Clayton... Clayton appeared to enjoy the kids more than he enjoyed the girls. I like that she takes every single opportunity to kiss. She's like she's like uh, baby Brandon on steroids, but she yes. also swears constantly and then fights with girls. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, I mean it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And again, Clayton just has no idea. Idea, completely oblivious. I mean, he's starting to find out. <laughs> I I would love to be invited to the viewing party. Uh, I would too. I would also love to have Cassidy be a guest on the show. Oh, that would be God. great. Cassidy, if by some, <laughs> if by some strange twist of fate, you hear about us or our show, please. As soon as you can come to a non-sanctioned podcast, we will talk to you about literally anything. Uh, I'd love to. I'd love to hear your opinions on raising children. <laughs> uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, okay. Next up is Eliza. Next up is Eliza. All right. Let me let me get to Eliza really quick here. Here we go. Uh, so as we were saying, Eliza didn't have a date. Um, no date. 
She did read the date card, which in some weeks will get you points. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just like she was super confident. Like even at the um, the cocktail party, she like had her time. She talked about scrapbooking, and yeah, like I mean, even though she didn't have a date, she didn't really express anxiety about that. She just like made her presence known. And that was the one note I had for her. It was capitalized. Yeah. Um, you know, and she, she took her time instead of crying, she sat down by the pool and she made a scrapbook Yeah. and then she brought it to the rose ceremony and there was a whole bunch of other shit going on. And, you know, at least the edit we got, she got uninterrupted time with him and wasn't like, Oh, why didn't I get picked for a date? It was just more like acknowledging it and then moving on. And, and we know she moves on. So obviously that was enough in Clayton's mind to be worth it. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I was I was impressed because that's not a level of self awareness and grace that we see very often. Well, and especially not with this collective group of girls, it seems like. Um, NC is next, and I have no notes on NC. I also have nothing on NC. Um, so I guess we jump straight to Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, and that's not alphabetical anyway. I keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing really All right, well, see, no, this is ABC's fault. This is Jesse Palmer's fault. It is. Uh, Elizabeth. The never have I ever kissed the bachelor line is, is gold. Yeah. No, like she did really well. Love that aggression. I also love her aggression and ballsiness for like asking to sit next to him during the game. Like she did so well at capitalizing on the time that she had with him and making sure that her presence was known on the group date, which is awesome. And she pissed those girls off. I mean, she pissed off Shanae. Wow. (laughs) Fair. That's all I had on her. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I mean, I, and I know like obviously Twitter and social media is, um, has very much already covered this, but I think that she did a really, really wonderful job at representing the ADHD and neurodivergent community. Um, and her argument with Shanae um, is one that I think will have ripple effects probably just as far as like those different advocates and kind of what follows Shanae from the season. Um, so she, she did a really nice job at staying poised and like, again, like staying high, even though like Shanae was, and quite a bit. Um, yeah, Shanae lost the internet with that one. She uh, she yeah. lost her support for sure. Yeah. So. Uh, Eliza, nope, Gabby. We're going backwards now. See, now I'm all I'm all fucked now. Gabby, <laughs> with the big pillow of Clayton's face. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down really elevated the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took the time in my notes to write insane and in alternating capitals and lowercase letters. <laughs> I love that Clayton hated the pillow. Yeah. He's like, this is like the ugliest picture of me. Like, can we just get rid of that thing? And she's eating it up. She's loving it. Yes. Um, and then she actually, I mean, she did pretty decent during the group date too. Um, just having those little one-liners. Um, and again, just like kind of making, carving out some, some screen time for herself. We got in a huge argument, like shouting argument at our viewing party Yeah. over who she looks like and who she doesn't look like. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Yeah. She very much looks like previous contestants, depending on how they frame her face. Um, like I said, you, you've said before, maybe we need to call out some of the 602 comparisons. Uh, yeah, they're not always great. Yeah. I think she looks like uh, the girl that lives in the van now. I can't think of her name at the moment. Yeah. I think she does too. I agree with that. I don't know why I can't think of her name. Regardless, uh, it, it was a big fight. So maybe we'll bring somebody on and we'll break down who Gabby looks like. <laughs> See if we can fit it into a short. <laughs> Um, okay, we have Genevieve is next. Genevieve is next. I have no notes on Genevieve because for the second straight week, Genevieve has disappointed me. Her, well, she was the one who made the cake. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that gets smashed. 
And children were eating it off the ground. That was the wildest shit. That little kid like ran up and slid, and he's like, <laughs> like he hadn't eaten in a year. Like, what in the hell is happening? <laughs> Just madness. So they cast. They cast for those roles. Oh yeah. And that was like an open casting call. So I, I'm wondering if this kid's like overbearing mother is like, if something weird happens, you eat the cake off the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, like you make yourself. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, that was what I had in my time. <laughs> I've been very disappointed with her from a fantasy standpoint. And I know, I know from fantasy football, from my fantasy experience, I'm going to bench her and she's going to go off. She's the equivalent of your your yes. wide receiver who you, you know should be getting like 30% share of targets. And he's yeah. got four targets for one catch for 15 yards for two weeks in a row. And I'm going to bench her. And she's going to have like a 10-catch, 150-yard, two-touchdown game. Not for me. I know it now. I know it because she's burned me two weeks in a row. And until she's got a one-on-one, I don't know if I play her again. That's fair if she has a one-on-one. Yeah, I have to look. Aggravating. Really aggravating. I'm really upset with Genevieve. She's still well, cute. That, that that red dress will get you every time. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm sure. She's next. And Hunter is next. Look at that. I have zero things on Hunter. I don't know who Hunter is. So I think I keep confusing Hunter and... All of them. Kate and Hunter, I keep confusing. So, I really want to see scoring for Hunter. Uh, So, if you want to wax poetic about her for a moment while I pull it up. I don't have any notes on her. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I think that she and Kate look very similar. Um, I saw this meme on the internet that every that all these blonde girls should be wearing name tags. Yes. And I agree with hundred percent. It's not just the blonde girls; everyone should have a name tag on. Yeah, I mean, until at least like week four. Okay, um, so she scored because... negative two points this week. Okay. She expressed anxiety, worry, or jealousy once. Well, and I don't think she had a date. No, only what's her name didn't have a date. Hunter was on the uh, the obstacle course date. Okay. Well, no. Because she would have gotten points for that, right? Do you get points for that yeah. in Rose League? Uh, Let me check Serene really quick. Oh, she didn't get a date. Well, and Jill didn't get a date either, and Jill's next. They left so three like, girls like, off? We, we went down to 22? Mm-hmm. So we had 19. You had the one-on-one, which takes it to 21. There's at least three girls that didn't get dates. That's 18. Nine and nine on the groups, maybe? Yeah. That's fucked yeah, up. They- That's fucked up. Yeah, no, there were like a handful of them that didn't get dates this week. Interesting. I don't even think I noticed. This is the kind of hard-hitting fantasy analysis you get at uh, 602 Rose Show. Uh, really I'm, organized, really on top of it. I really hate really her picture that we detail. have here, too. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jill is next. Jill, um, who you're saying also didn't get a date. I didn't get a date, although she was very tearful about it and was talking about missing her cat. Jill is averaging 2.5 points an episode. She yeah. had four in episode one and one in episode two. As you said, yeah. she cried about her cats and then also expressed some sort of anxiety. Because she didn't go on the date. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and then Kate who I also have no notes for because I I think she I think she was maybe on the obstacle date. Yeah, she had to have been. She scored 12 points. Yeah, she was on the obstacle course date. Kate scored 12 points. Um, Kate right now is top 10 in scoring. Okay. So, well, I guess I should pay attention to who she is then. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I'll, I'll jump to her page really quick here. Just uh, Oh, no, Kira's on there first. We're doing real bad. So, so the behind the scenes look, guys. Last season, I had the pictures of all these girls on my notes in alphabetical order, whether they were eliminated or not. 
I deleted them all after Michelle's season and haven't loaded them back in for Clayton's season. So the only girls I have on my sheet are the ones I had notes for. (laughs) Those are in alphabetical order. Uh, So Kira, who is number nine in scoring, uh, talked a little bit of smack, confronted two people, apparently. I don't remember Kira in this episode. Cassidy. So she um, she was... um... Yeah, she, yeah, she was calling out. Oh, Kira's the slutty doctor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who researches health disparities? All right, I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in, team. I'm, uh, I'm dialed yeah. back in here. I apologize. I had no notes on Kira. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All I have is that she called out Cassidy. Um. Lindsay should be next. Yep, Lindsay Dubs, the only Lindsay left. <clears throat> and she cried. Okay. <laughs> I put cry, girl. Um, she also went on the group date, swore a little bit, talked a little bit of shit. Uh, according to the score sheet, I also have no notes on Lindsay. <laughs> yep. Um, um, I can really tell who got the screen time this week. Yeah. Uh, Mara, who, believe it or not, also I don't have notes on. Okay, so I do. Um, So Mara got way more into the drama with... Oh, uh, yes, I remember now. Cassidy. It had to be the Cassidy one, right? It's when Cassidy's Um, giving... She's staring at her. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, and then... And then she's like, she's like, I just don't want this drama. And I wrote down, probably don't come on The Bachelor at 32 if you don't want drama, girl. Like, she, she is, she's 32, and the other girls that are starting this drama, like, I think Cassidy is, like, maybe 26, 24, 26, younger. Um, and it's like, yeah, like, that's gonna happen. Ma- like, Mara, Mara was like, like, Cassie's like, well, why do you keep looking at me? And she's like, every time I look at you, you're already looking at me. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like sitting across from each other. God, <laughs> amazing! Like it, yeah. Just I mean, like it's ridiculous. Um, Marlena, so with our gym rat. Yeah, I have one note for Marlena. Okay. Um, and it's actually a Clayton note. Okay. Because you look Olympic speed is maybe one of the corniest pickup lines I have. Ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> I might have to beat my dog. Um, I put down. I love her brightness. Like she's just like so like cheerful and like I don't know. She's just really happy. Like I just she kind of like exudes this brightness. Really cool. She certainly doesn't feel like she fits no. with all the she's- bullshit. Yeah, like, she's very poised. Very put together. Um, 14th in scoring right now. Scored seven points this week. Didn't do a whole lot. She did talk about her family a bit. Um, we'll see if she can become a more consistent scorer here. I don't know how many weeks she has left. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, who we got next? Melina. Melina. Yes, the slides are lining up here. Uh, I don't have anything on Melina. She's been kind of just there. Yeah, I mean, we kind of suspected that she kind of came on the show to advertise for, like, shoes. For jumping shoes. Um, I hated her cocktail dress. Or not her, her, um, her group date dress. Um, that she wore for for that cocktail party after the date. Um, it was just not a good one. I don't recall. Yeah. Um, it was just like, it looked, I don't know. It wasn't my style. I don't want it. She has had kind of her own style. Yeah. She has. Her... Like, it's very, like, Evie's, like, shiny, like, rainbow. Her Instagram's a trip. I believe that. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about her. She's she's really just kind of a background character at this point. Yeah. Um, Rachel is next. Rachel, who we should have in this deck. Yes, we do. 
Um, and surprise, surprise, I have nothing on Rachel. Rachel, despite starting strong, just doesn't feel appealing. Yeah, she's, that's what I said from day one. Yeah, right? she scored one point this week. Uh, she got no time. You know, we, we knew she wasn't going to be, uh, you know, a big driver from a Rose standpoint. Uh, but if you're picking off of longevity, which is some of what we're doing with these other picks, uh, you would have been really disappointed with her in your lineup. <laughs> um, she was she was not a cheap pick by any means after scoring 19 points in episode one. Uh, and to get one point out of that kind of value would have been would have been devastating to your lineup. I don't have anything else on Rachel. Um, Sarah is that? Let's see. Sarah. Sarah. Oh, yeah, Sarah. Okay. Yeah, I got Sarah. I have no notes on Sarah, however. Um, she won the group date. Yeah, but does it, like, matter? Well, points-wise, not super much, but she did win the group date. She tried to wrap her legs around Clayton and failed. Like her one, like couldn't make it all the way around, and so she kind of just like slipped down his body. <laughs> yeah, kissed him quite a few times. Uh-huh. Um, had a little bit of anxiety, worry, jealousy pop up there. Uh, she's she's fine. She's fun. Yeah. I'm not sure she's doing enough. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it plays out in this rose ceremony, right? Which should have been this past episode. Yeah. Uh, to see where that is, but I th- she's seventh in scoring. She's averaging eighteen and a half, so definitely a points driver. Yeah. Um, you know, if she's gonna show the capability to win group dates and to steal kisses on group dates, that that's that's big. Yeah. Um. Miss Serena's next. Serene, there's just one thing that's been missing. One thing I've been waiting on. What? Kiss Serene. That was Clayton's line. That was, uh, they were having a really nice conversation, and that's how he chose to wrap it up. Um, Yeah. I'm not going to wait any longer. He gives her a big smooch. Interesting. <laughs> Real interesting for me. Uh, she's not scoring especially well. Ten points this week. Sorry. For the record, are we calling that good game or not good game? That's bad. But, but I mean, game's only as bad as if it doesn't work, right? Like, I mean, is it? Because that works in the no. wild. Matt kissed a lot of girls oh. in his season, and... But he also picked the dumb girl, didn't score any points. So <laughs> I love her yellow dress on the the birthday party date. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like this like pastel yellow, fit her body really nicely. She looked gorgeous in it. I would have liked to see a little bit more because um, that's really her ele- her element, right? She's an elementary school teacher, so yeah. I know that that date was kind of hijacked a little bit. But I would have liked to see more of that edit because there's probably a ton of footage of Serene kind of just. Being serene? Yeah. Um, well, being what Clayton was on Michelle's season with the kids. Yeah. Right? No negative points. Which is good. We will take no negative. Absolutely. If you can if you can bank somebody with high floor that doesn't hurt themselves, it's good to have. So it's good to keep an eye out. We know she goes pretty deep. So something to keep an eye on. Um, Shanae is next. Shanae, who is not going to have a slide, so we'll hang out on Serene here for a second. She should have one. <sighs> I'm all messed up. Shanae, here she is in her beautiful slide. Man, this has been a this has been a rough episode so far. <laughs> this is what happens when they throw everything off with not eliminating people, and I pretend like I don't need to go back and fix the deck. <laughs> Shanae, uh, known bully. That's all I have on Shanae. I, I didn't take any specific notes because nothing she was saying or doing stood out to me as noteworthy. Uh, however, the general feel I got off Shanae in this episode is that she's a bitch. 
she's a bitch. She's super self-conscious. Um, like low self-esteem. Like we had lots of jealousy. We had lots of like worry. Um, her, her, her comebacks for again the very poised Elizabeth were just so childish. Um, I think I wrote so I wrote a quote down, and so I didn't write down the full one. So what I would suspect happened is that Elizabeth said something along the lines of like, "Okay, like like I'm no longer upset with you. Like I've forgiven you." And then Shanae goes back, "But I'm upset with you." <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so she's very attractive. She is. Um, again, like coming to the season, we knew that she was going to get this villain edit, right? That that's like she's going to be the season villain. I had no idea she was going to be like this. She she is second in scoring. She scored thirty six yeah. points this week. Yeah, I she sc- scored twenty one off talking smag. Yeah, twelve points off swearing. So yeah. she has some negative points for like some of her bullshit, but. I think I'm willing to say at this point, for as long as Shanae stays, she's got to be in your lineup. Yeah, because no one likes her. <laughs> so, like, she's going to continue to, like, stir up shot. Oh, shit. Yeah, she offset her negative points with positive points from just crying and being on a date. So then all the rest of it is just bonus over the top. I mean, yeah. I mean... 36 points is huge. And in a week where we were talking about Cassidy going off for 44, Sinead's right there. And again, both of them were on group dates and scored that high. So I I think as long as Sinead's around, she's probably got to be in your lineup. The week she goes home, depending on how these episodes fall out, you might want to be careful there. Uh, If memory serves correct, spoiler alert, she's got a two-on-one coming up here. Um, so I, I'm going to have her in my lineups. It's going to start getting harder to do if she's going to keep scoring points like this. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing is that with Cassidy potentially going home next episode, we don't know, maybe it's two hours of cocktail ceremony and no rose ceremony. Um, but I, I think you have to have her in there along with the favorites. Yeah. Cause she's crazy. Yeah. She, uh. Yeah, she's like Victoria times 10. Like, she's a lot. A lot. Queen. All right, let me let me try this one. She's Shanae. Shanae. Uh, this is should be Sierra. Yeah. Sierra uh, is a snitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I work on Tattletale, so mine's a little, little bit nicer than yours. <laughs> Uh, the thing I did appreciate about Sierra was after she snitched and blew that situation up, she went straight to Cassidy. Yes. Well, in the edit, she went straight to Cassidy and she goes, Hey, I told Clayton that you're a horrible person and I just wanted you to hear that from me. It's like, okay. (laughs) We probably should have started there and then gone and talked to Clayton, but I get with a room of crazy bitches why you wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I was totally game with it. Um, I appreciate the way that she did that. Um, again, I still don't understand why we care that much that Cassidy has a fuck buddy that she was texting her in, in the hotel, but that's okay. Not my world. I feel. But you know what, Cassidy, you go fuck that dude. It's like, you, you know you're there for The Bachelor. Yeah. But when you signed up, you didn't even know who it was. Yeah. And you still haven't met them to that point. Well, and you're like, you're quarantining for two weeks in a hotel. That's the thing. Like, it, it's not an ex-boyfriend. No. It's fuck buddy. Yeah. So, like, okay, let's say you're in the real world. You're yeah. probably going to hook up with your fuck buddy the night before you meet the man of your dreams. Right. And that's and not like a big deal. As long as you're fine with, like, breaking it off, like, go for it. Yeah. I, I didn't understand... Other than the other girls being jealous that they didn't have fuck buddies, I, I don't I don't get what the big deal is. Like, obviously, this is like such a microcosm of our culture and society, and it's like just blown to shit. But like in the real world, if you have a fuck buddy, you're gonna have him. 
until yeah. you start dating a new guy, if not longer. <laughs> well, and just like acceptability wise, and I know, um, I know that Cassidy has since gone on social media and potentially blown up her <laughs> um, NDA a little bit, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I I agree with her. I truly don't understand the difference between Sally coming on and saying I was engaged and ready to get married two months ago and now I'm here and today's my wedding day um versus Cassidy being like oh yeah I was mess like sexting with a fuck like a fuck buddy before coming here but I haven't talked to him since I'm gonna like reserve so different yeah I'm gonna reserve my final judgment until we hear what Cassidy says to Clayton sure but like from what's come out about Sally she's just a liar (laughs) so like Cassidy might be even in a better light here than Sally was because people have fuck buddies. Yeah. Like it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like to some extent you want someone to have a fuck buddy. Cause then like it probably makes them better at sex. So and a lot know. of people are bad at sex. <laughs> All right. Who we got next? Susie. I. Okay. I have one note and then we can, okay. we can discuss her. Cause I'm sure you've got more. Okay. Uh, this is the direct quote from my notes. Susie is so boring. Spoiler alert! I can totally see why he picks her. <laughs> <laughs> she is so dull. Um. So I'll be the foil. <laughs> Um, this time. Um, I think she's cute. She was clearly really nervous um about like what he was going to think about her. Um I think it's I think it's also cute that you have this like gorgeous girl. Um and what she got nominated for in high school was being the class clown. <laughs> um that cracked me up. Um, especially because like it very much fit with her entrance, right? She came in with like that buzzer on her finger, like it all very much flows together. Um, I can't read my handwriting here. I wrote down that I hate something. I don't know what I hated. <laughs> I would have loved to have been the waiter, right? If that if that date happened in the wild, I yeah. I would have loved to be that waiter because they're both so fucking awkward. I really don't know what I wrote. Yeah, uh, I, just, I just really couldn't get into her as a as a character. She's gorgeous. Yes, I really hated because we're using a lot of these girls to you know quote Clayton. Um, I really did like how going into um, or as the helicopter is landing on the yacht, Clayton goes, "How much do you trust me?" It's like motherfucker, you're not flying the helicopter. She doesn't have to trust you. <laughs> yeah. I liked the your true colors are beautiful line. Yeah. I don't know what book this dude read about how to pick up girls, but I want a copy because it's working. (laughs) It's working. He's got some of the worst one-liners, and these girls are eating it up and I get that part of it is because he's the bachelor but like it's still gotta hit it's still gotta land it does it does um well you know that if those are the ones that we're seeing there has to be some gold that we're not (laughs) uh okay Miss Teddy is next Teddy who has the distinction of uh having no notes in my (laughs) my thing here What'd you have on Teddy? Teddy was a little bit anxious this episode or expressed some anxiety. Um, I, so the internet agreed with me, but would they like, so as they were having like their cocktail party moment um, after the group date, they like zoom out and the way that she's just like sprawled over his body <laughs> um, was just so funny to me. Um, and the people that I was watching with, um, she just looked very comfortable, um, all like intertwined and with him. Um, I, from a fantasy standpoint, really appreciated her saying, um, I need you to validate me. Just give me validation. Um, because from a fantasy standpoint, that's 
awesome if you can get the bachelor to tell you how much he likes you in every episode that would be killer right or if you could have the bachelor kiss you every time he sees you right like from a fantasy standpoint that strategy amazing now i will say she is fourth in scoring mm-hmm. but only scored four points this week uh, one thing we talked about after night one was if she's going to steal all these opportunities to kiss him, she's somebody you have to have in your lineup. We didn't see that here. Um, she did get one kiss. Yep. That's not enough. That's not enough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's same idea with what she cost this week. You would have been horribly disappointed. If you took Rachel and Teddy, you would have had to take all scrap pile girls. Uh, and, yeah. and you are probably in dead last place in your league because they did absolutely nothing for you this week. Well, and I think um, she very much, and this was um, one of the conversations that we had, I think for the season long picks, was just that it'll be interesting to watch this season because in some ways she can come across as like a little bit more passive compared to some of the other like louder personalities on the show, which is kind of what it seemed like happened this episode, um, is that she like, she was on the birthday party date. And so with everything with Cassidy, she like, we, we saw her for maybe a second. Like, she had gotten zero screen time during the day. Um, but then she does have that, like, very physical sexual chemistry with Clayton. And so when she's on screen, she will probably get you points. But it's can she make that impact outside of those moments? Yeah, I think we need a third data point here to really see how this season's going to be. Because we've gotten yeah. two very different edits in two episodes. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see, especially now with the format thrown off. Yeah. I'm curious to see exactly how how this plays out. Yeah. Um, and then we have Tessa, who I believe got sent home, and I don't have a slide for. Let's check. Correct. <laughs> Tessa, spoiler alert: Tessa gets elimed at this rose ceremony. Do I have that? I have that. Um, oh, I just stopped marking it. That's why in my notes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I don't know if Tessa got a date this week or if I was just confusing her with another girl. Tessa went on a group date. Okay. And that is the extent of her scoring, positive or negative. Amazing. I think when she told Clayton her name was Asset Backwards, uh, she doomed herself because he, that joke didn't land. He looked very confused in the edit that we saw when she told him that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Tessa, uh, I think last in scoring for girls that haven't already been eliminated, she's averaging five points. Of, oh, no. No, Jill's worse. But Tessa, wait out at the bottom. <laughs> five, <laughs> five points a week. Okay. Well, let's um, next up talk about some of these point categories. Up on the screen. Okay. Um, so we have our kisses. Um, so Teddy is still in the lead with number most number of kisses. And this is season long. So across the two episodes so far, uh, Teddy has had six kisses. Um, and Cassidy has had five. Um, and then we have Susie with four. So not too shabby. We're kind of getting some more numbers. Cassie definitely had a lot of kisses on this last episode. Yeah, Um, negative emotion. Yeah, negative emotion. So Susie basically balanced herself out between her kisses and her anxiety here. Um, She expressed that anxiety four times like within the season. Um, And then Jill, Lindsay, Shanae, and Tessa all three times. Um, And next slide, please. Unless you have something you want to talk about with those. Nope, you're good. Okay. And then I'm when just, it comes I'm fixing to your, your camera over the scoring. I didn't check it before we filmed. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then we have the drama people. And if you remember from last week, um, last week we had zero fights or confrontations yet because it was night one. Um, and this time we actually have some. So talking smack, Sinead came with seven occurrences. Um, Cassie, or Cassidy and Gabby both had three. And then there were a whole lot of ones. So people who ha- who just had like that one instance. So and again, guys, Shanae might have to be in your lineup no matter what till she's gone, kind of thing here. She is gonna cause all kinds of hell. Yep. 
Yeah, and I was actually surprised to see Gabby up there too. Um, and and they they had just be one liners like on the date that they were on um, between her and Cassidy. But I was like I said, I was surprised to see Gabby coming in at three, just because we didn't see that much of her during the episode. Um, and then for that, for the fight or confrontation, um, Elizabeth actually um, was at the top there with three, and then Cassidy, Kira, and Shanae all came in at two. So definitely something to track. Uh, girls don't just stop fighting. So. No, they do not. Um, so if you can capitalize, especially some of the lower-priced people, if you can capitalize on a week where they just blow up, uh, that's how you climb the leaderboard. You know that that discrepancy in points between you and the next closest—that's going to be important. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, make sure you join us on the Rose League app. Again, we're a featured league now, so uh, look for 602 Rose Show uh, right up near the top. We're one of the bigger leagues. Uh, and then it's uh, a little too late to join Fantasizer season long, but we're going to continue to plug it here because it's what you should be playing every season. Uh, yep. And if you bookmark the page now, you'll have it in the future. So make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, might have some Twitch content coming soon. We're going to see if we can wing that. Uh, little YouTube, little Instagram, you know, make sure you get with everybody there. Megan, did you have anything else in our uh, episode two review? Um, I don't think so. I think, you know, this uh, might be one of our best ones yet. Oh, man, the rough episode team. We, uh, we <laughs> definitely thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we will have week three picks uh, at a later date. Uh, again, the episode for Monday night pushed for nfl playoffs uh so we are coming next week yeah we'll 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 sprinkle a little fun in we're not sure what yet uh but you can count on that picks episode dropping um probably a little too involved to be a short so uh watch the youtube channel and our socials for that and uh hey thanks for joining us on 602 rose show we definitely appreciate you guys being here with us we'll catch you next time